What an entrance. What an entrance. I always loved, I love Wrath of Khan. I mean, who doesn't love Wrath of Khan? Wrath of Khan is fabulous. Oh my gosh, Star Trek number two. Star Trek number two. Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to, uh, I used to get up, I used to have Saturday nights with my dad. And we'd watch wrestling and Star Trek. Man. Those were some times that I really, some good times. In fact, it was so good. All those, I watched thousands of, of hours of it, right? Just, it was with my dad, my sister, my mom, my, uh, yeah. My mom did some, but not much. She was normally in the kitchen or doing something. But hours and hours of fun just watching the Klingons and the Borg and and the old, uh, all the Star Trek villains. My goodness. I mean, that was some fun times. Um, man, it brings me back. It was all those crazies out there trying to take over. Jack the Ripper. I remember <laughs> that episode where it's uh, Wolf in the Fold where, where uh, Spo- uh, 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 Scotty... The uh, chief engineer. He was um, in love with this woman. And then she dies. She gets killed. And boy, he and they, and they think he's the one who did it. Anyway. He's like, Captain, I think you have a wolf in the fold. <laughs> I mean, why would some guy kill the woman he loves? And then, you know, do it on a planet where he's basically going to get stuck now. Nobody would. I wouldn't. But anyway, that's the Star Trek world. I even got a tattoo on my my left shoulder. Uh, the the Starship Enterprise in the nebula. Mm. <laughs> anyway, just a blown up star. What's up, guys? Faith and Barbells podcast forty eight, almost to fifty. We'll get to 50 by next week. Yeah, uh, I am Brian Neitch, of course. You all know me. And if you don't, hello. I am a uh, middle-aged weightlifter. No, I'm not just kidding. I mean, I am, but I'm just, you know, living the dream, trying to, to, to spread the love of Jesus, lift some barbells, talk about the fun in between and all that. And all the fun hobbies I have back and forth. Of course, I'm a software engineer, and and I, I like to um, have slow walks on the beach in the calm breeze. <laughs> uh, anyhow, I hope you guys are doing well. I am doing very well, very well. We just got done painting our home, and a few more things changes are going to happen. Windows are going in soon, and. And, um, and lots of stuff going on here. How about y'all? Hit me up in the chat. Live chat. If 
if you don't, if you if you're just listening, uh, you can go to uh, faithandbarbells.com floor forward slash fb live. Let's check faith and barbells dot com forward slash fb live, and you get nothing. Oh, just live. Just go straight live and I'm there. You click on that link and you can chat with me all day long. You have to sign in though. But yeah. Faithandbarbells.com forward slash live. And uh, and it's the live episode. So yeah, I want to talk a few things. Uh, praying for Glenn Pendelay was diagnosed, diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. No way no. Let's lift him up right now. Agree with me. You know, I've been I've been reading this book called Christ the Healer. Amazing book. Amazing book. And it's really showing you the will of God is to heal. Uh I totally I suggest anyone anyone who wants to uh who needs healing and wants to learn about healing, who knows someone who needs healing, go get that book, Christ the Healer. I'll link it in this um, when I post this episode. Christ the Healer. Amazing, amazing book. F.F. Bosworth. Ooh. I, I'm not, I, could, I couldn't tell you more about enough about it in words. I got to speak to it. I got to tell you in tongues. <laughs> Might throw some of you off a little bit. Christ the healer, go get it. But uh, let's pray for uh, right now as a, a corporate prayer. Agree with me. If you're listening, agree with me. We're going to pray for Glenn Pendley. He is a USA weightlifting coach who's recently been diagnosed with cancer. So, Father, we, we come to you in the name of Jesus. In behalf of him, um, Glenn, Lord, we just cur- we come against. We just agree with you. Agree with the covenant of faith and healing. We come against and we lift him up, Lord. We come against that cancer, whatever bad cells, Lord. We just pray that your perfect will be done. That that the power of the anointing of God go in there and renew and heal his body perfectly. Lord, lead the right people into his path. Show him the truth of healing, the truth of the word of God. I do know he's a Christian man. And I believe right now, Father, that the beginning, the supernatural things are changing concerning Glenn in Jesus name amen yes thank you Lord we thank you for what you've done and what it's happening on in his life at the moment and in his body and the changes and the renewed changes and that just we think is going forth angels go forth and minister to him strengthen him just get him out of that funk if he's in depression get him out of that depression give him will hope and and encouragement in Jesus name praise God you know, God, yeah, and, 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 and God take care of the rest. That's the great thing about prayer. All you do is you pray what the God's word says, and you believe that, that that will happen. It's not your responsibility for results. It's not, right? It's not your responsible. You're not responsible for results. God is responsible for the results. We just pray in faith. And it will be done, right? The, whatever that I say is so. I am the redeemed of the Lord. Whatever I say is so, the scripture says. 
So therefore, it's so. Ilya has been lifting a lot. I saw on Instagram, he said, Ilya Ilian, he said something on the lines of he is going to, um, he posted a, a montage of him like clean and jerking like 200, 220, 445, 240, 445. You imagine that? 445 kilos? <laughs> no, but he, uh, of him doing 245 kilos, 46 kilos, something like that. He said, it's coming, it's coming. He's been getting in this cryo chamber a lot. You know, that's the recovering with the ice, the uh, negative 200 plus degrees. I wanted, I need to do that still, the cryo chamber. Because I have this, I have this bone, this, I think this little shard in my, in my, it's, it's fine, it's okay now. But I have this shard of bone in my left heel, uh, ankle. And you know when I when I stand up for a while, when I have a long day, when I run, when I walk on it, it seems to like wanting to irritate my ankle. So what happens is it gets a little puffed up. Not as quite as bad as originally. The original injury. I rolled it playing basketball. First day, like second or third play on the second or third play on the dead gum court, I rolled my t- my my ankle. Oh, that's all good. And, um, there we go. Messed it up, man. But it's better. A lot better. Um, so, it's weird how little piece of bone just, I guess, floats around. Um, anyway, that's, that's recovering. And it's going to be 100% recovered. I hate that residual stuff. You know, like just when you get little injuries and residual pains. <laughs> but Ilya's been, um, you know, he said his training was going way too hard. Like he went hard in the paint on his lifting when he came back. I mean, he just went in too strong, he said, and he just hurt himself. And he can't do that anymore. Hmm, I wonder why. And so uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what he's got, what is going to happen, because the guy is like one of the best. And he's literally he's humbled himself. He he he, he's not you know acting like I'm the big shot. And I mean he is the big shot. But so bless the Lord. I am excited about that. I am excited about to see what he's got to what what he's got to see what's got to, what's what he's going to do in the coming uh, events and Olympics next year. Because who doesn't love Ilya Ilian? He did. He got a divorce. I'm sad to hear that, but you know, it is what it is, and, and you just got to keep going forward. Keep going forward. Let's. Pardon me. A big yawn there. Let's. Let's. Uh, I want to. What I want to do is I want to read a little bit. You know what's ex- another exciting thing that's happening this week? And I don't normally do it, watch it live because so much goes on, but I'll listen to it or watch it. Is the uh, Believers uh, Convention, Believers, uh, uh, the, the Believers Convention is this weekend, this week in Houston. And that's live, kcm.org, go check them out. Probably kcm.org slash live, like me. <laughs> and amazing men of God, Keith Moore, Keith Copeland, Creflo Dollar, um... 
uh, Jerry Savelle, Bill Winston, uh, I'm, I'm assuming Gloria Copeland, just amazing people of God who, men and women who just love the Lord and love the Word. Something I've been, I, I wanted to dive right into, I've been struggling with, and, and maybe you have too, is disciplining my flesh. I've talked about this a little bit before, but something I've, I've, I've grabbed a hold of this week and I I, I really have been, I've just grabbed a hold of it. And it's a, it's in a new light. Romans 12, if you have your Bible or not, but if you have your Bible, flip over to it. Uh, flip over to it. Um. Romans chapter twelve. Let's read the first couple of verses. I just want to, I just want to talk briefly about, uh, briefly but deeply here. Excuse, excuse me. Um, Romans twelve chapter uh, twelve verse one. Romans twelve verse one. I love how Keith says. Keith Moore says, um, "If you have your Bible, turn on, turn to it. Let your eyes rest on the Word of God." You know, it's faith comes by hearing. And hearing the word of God. And you can use your eyes and see it. And hear it. So verse 1. I beseech you. I beg you. therefore, Brethren. By the mercies of God. That you present your bodies. A living sacrifice. Wholly acceptable unto the Lord. Which is your reasonable service. Verse 2. And be not conformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God let's just read on a little bit for I say through the grace given unto me every man that is among you to not think of himself more highly than he should but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith you know, what we do with our flesh really matters. You know, I know we're spirit beings, right? We're spirit, soul, body, right? Our soul, of course, is our mind, our will, our emotions. I heard, you know, heard Courtney Beard say uh, the, our affections and th- things like that. I think those are, those are still part of mind, will, emotions. I think those are in the emotions. But whatever, those affections as well. Um, those are those are who you are. You are a spirit, a soul, and a body. So each one matters to the other, right? There are there are all joined together, deeply connected. I mean, your body can affect your mood. Your mood can affect your body, right? All that, your spirit. Your position with God can affect everything. How you think. How you feel. Because of that. All three are are tightly together. Joined together. So, how you deal with one matters. You know, in dealing with your spirit, you I, I do believe a man or woman must be born again. And yes, I did say man or woman only. 
They must be born again. They must have a change in the spiritual realm. There must be a moment where they are born of God. Not born from the flesh, not born from their mother only, but born of God. And that makes a difference. Born of God is not just, oh, I'm living in the world and I'm acting a certain way and I'm doing good. No, a literal change happens. You, Paul says, you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Old things are gone. And behold, all things have become new. And all things are of God. Right? Let's see over here. 2 Corinthians 5, Therefore, if any man be in Christ... He's a new creation. Old things are passed away. Look, all things are become new. All things are of God. All things are of God who has reconciled or brought us together with himself by Jesus Christ, or the anointed one. And he has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. And to know that God was in the anointed one, Christ, reconciling or bringing together the world to himself, not imputing trespasses unto them, and he's committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So see, there's a rejoining that takes place. It's not just it's not just a a, um, a a simple prayer that happens. And that's the beauty of this thing, man. It's not a simple prayer. It's a rejoining of God. It's a reconciliation with the Father. That's why you are a new creation. Right? You are born from above. John 3 says, uh, Jesus is talking to the uh, the minister, Nicodemus. You're born from above. Now get there. That's number one. You got to get there. You got you to gotta say, yes, Jesus died and rose again for my sin. I repent. I accept him as my Lord. And thank you, God. Amen. You say that, you believe it, you hear about it, you believe it, you're born again. And you live a new life. You walk in a new path. He didn't say clean yourself up first. He just says, come to me, call unto me, and be born again. Secondly, you have a soul. Right? Your mind will and emotions. And you have to renew your mind every day. You have to renew your mind, which renews your soul, which changes your will, changes your emotions, changes all that stuff. The mind, how you think. Remember in Isaiah, uh, is it chapter 1 or 2? Let me look real quick. He, gee, God says it clearly. Right? It's not, it's, a, it, it's not like you're just born with everything. No, plus you learn things, you learn this, you learn that. What you don't know. <laughs> what you don't know. You learn, yeah, things that you shouldn't know. Um, oh, let's see here. Oh, let me get this real quick. Okay, here we go. Yeah, Isaiah 55. I was in the wrong spot there. 
55. Good thing for Google. What did I say? Isaiah was two in my head. <laughs> um, right after, he said, this is beautiful. Right after, this is talking about the whole born again. This chap, These chapters are talking about the whole born again process. Jesus sacrificed for us and then this, this, this renewing. He says right here, verse 50, uh, chapter 55 of Isaiah, uh, verse 8, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts higher than yours. But that's the beauty of it. He's given us his thoughts, and that's how we renew our mind. You're washing your mind with the word of God. And then there's your body. And this is what I wanted to focus on for the last 10 minutes here. Renewing, uh, changing the way you deal with your body. And instead of just treating it with any old piece of sugar or carb or fat or protein, treating it as it's the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Remember, the great mystery, the great mystery Right? The great mystery. For Colossians chapter 1. Let me, let me turn there. This is, this is it. Colossians chapter 1. And if you have it, please go to it. I'm going there right now. Colossians. Great chapter. Chapter 1. Right here. <clears throat> Paul says this. He goes, it, verse 23. If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled. And I'm going to get to this. Hold on. Now, how? How do you? How do you handle your body? How do you take care of it? Well, you have to change your mind about it. What is your body? It's you, of course. But it's not just you. Remember, you, it says you're the temple of the Holy Spirit. You're bought and paid for. Remember, Paul also writes in another place, he goes, I buffet my body daily so that I myself, that I preach the truth, I don't fall away. Right? He daily puts his body under and, and disciplines it. And that's what we should do. That's what we should do. Okay, verse 23. He says, if you continue in faith, grounded and settled... And be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard and which was preached to every creature under the heaven. Wherefore I, Paul, am made a minister who now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill it up, which is behind you in the fictions of Christ in flesh for his body's sake. Wherefore I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me. Verse 26, even the mystery, even the mystery which hath been hid from ages... And from generations, the mystery, the mystery that's been hid. But you know what? He's revealed that to us, thank God. The mystery that's been hid. But now is made manifest. Now, now is made manifest. Man. When we, when we keep going? 
<laughs> Here we go. What is it? What is it? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> okay, here it is. The mystery, verse 26. But now the may the but now it's made manifest to his saints, that's you, to whom God would make known what are what is the riches of the glory of his mystery among the Gentiles, those people without Christ or without God which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you. That's it. <laughs> Christ in you. That's that's the key. That's the key. That's the key. Right? If you have the mindset that Jesus lives on the inside of you, the Spirit of God is in you, and you keep that at your, your thinking, you keep that in your mindset, that God is there, and that's, that's what you focus on. You know him, he's in there. You remember that he's in you. He's born in you. He's, he's living on the inside. He's intertwined with your spirit. If you if you if you get that in you and you, you renew your mind to the fact, then you start living that way, and you can present your body as a living sacrifice. Present it as a living sacrifice. That's the key. That's the key. That's the key. Every day, wake up, Lord. I present my body to you. I sacrifice. I dis discipline my flesh. I thank you. You have changed me and saved me and redeemed me. The least I can do, Lord, is give you my body. Right. That's how you get rid of. That's how you get rid of sin. That's how you get it out of your your uh, system. That's why that's how you don't deal with it no more. Remember Jesus is living on the inside of you. Praise God, he's there. He he is there and he's ready to counsel you by the Holy Spirit. He's ready to show you the ways to go. And he even said he'll show you things to come. He's a good God. He is a good God. So, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Do you present your body to God? Do you present your body to yourself and have at it? We all have to make that decision. all have to think about that for a second can you literally make the decision every day you should I should so that's the goal 
That is the goal, is to make the decision for God, to, 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 to live out Romans chapter 12. Of course, this has been preached forever and taught forever, but it's a, it's a fresh word for me that I present my body to God, holy and acceptable, which is in a reasonable service. No more this over, no more the overeating, no more glutton thinking, no more treating it whatever it wants, you know, no more laziness, not doing the the, the workouts, not disciplining your flesh to to be to to go on forward. You know, making sure you get the activity level in, your vitamins in, your 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 sun in, your water in. Those kind of things are important. It takes discipline. Every athlete runs a race. They prayer prepare for it. We are running a race. Let's prepare. Let's prepare for it. Let's prepare for it. Now Jesus came for the broken. If you've never turned your life to God, to the Lord, right? If you've never turned your life to the Lord, you're broken because you're separated from God. God presented Jesus as the sacrifice. For all wrongdoing that has ever been done and that you will ever do. But to accept that sacrifice is the key. Jesus, man died, man sinned, man failed God. He betrayed God. He lied to God. He cheated against God. He stole. He murdered against God. But Jesus, but God, the Father, Jehovah said, "I love you. You need a way back to me. I'm going to provide it, and that's my Son, Jesus." Jesus said, "Yes." He came down around two thousand years ago. He lived a perfect life. He fulfilled all the covenant. Hung on the cross, sinless, and went and died and went to hell for us. And was raised the third day for you and me. If you don't know him, you can know him right now. Just say, God in heaven, I want to know you. I believe Jesus died and rose again. I believe he is my sacrifice for the sin of the world and for me. Forgive me. I repent and I turn to you. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. If you if you prayed that prayer, you're in. Believe it. Email me. Email me. Go on Twitter at M R N E I T S C H or email email me at B Nitch or Brian at faithinbarbells.com. Alright? I love y'all. God is good, and his mercies endure forever. <laughs>